Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Stand Clear of the Closing Doors. We're back after probably what seems like six months or something like that, I think. I it's wouldn't even be surprised uh, if it's been six months. I want to say, yeah, oh my god, yeah, it always has been. Probably has been six months, yeah, so... Uh, there's been many reasons for that there, right? Um, <laughs> uh, and we kind of want to jump straight into it by, by talking exactly about that. One thing, um, I guess, we both we both realised as, we, as we've got kind of older and stuff is is this thing about like life activities. Uh, and what I mean by life activities is not like chores and stuff. Because, you know, chores, chores like house chores and stuff, they need to be done. Um, but just like, like things that need to be done, you know, like that everything just takes time. And projects and stuff like that as well, right? Yeah, there's there's always there's always like something going on. You know, we're we're in the fortunate position now where we're no neither of us are married or neither of us have kids right now either, no. and we're we're feeling like shit. I've got no time. Can you imagine what it's like for <laughs> for married parents? Oh my god. Well, uh, actually, my girlfriend, a close friend of hers, like they they've opened. So they basically they run a restaurant. They've got three kids. They've just opened another restaurant. And you just kind of think, like, Jesus, like, how do you have any time in yeah. the day? Because, like, obviously, so they're, they're quite young kids. Like, I think they had a kid, like, six months ago. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But, that's, but like, super young kids, right? So yeah. they're not, like, at school all day as well. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, trying to do that. And then we're, we're like, oh, God, I never have time for anything. Yeah. But I think okay. it's so true. Like, when you, when you, when you, uh, you know, kind of grow up and stuff, you think you're going to have all of this kind of spare time to do the things that you always wanted to do more of, right? No one's telling you what to do. Your parents aren't telling you what to do. So you know what? I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to play video games. I'm going to, you know, cook. I'm going to, you know, explore the world, all this type of stuff. Yeah. And, and everyone has these ambitions, but then at the same time, like there's all this type of like, I wouldn't even describe it as, describe it as like miscellaneous tasks that, that actually consume so much of your time. But they're important as well, right? Yeah. Just like, for like... Yeah, you know, exactly. For your sanity. Yeah, for your sanity, but also like that your life kicks over, right? And everything yeah. is fine, right? Because there's all of the, you know, some people will look like their life is perfectly set up and you're like, oh, I'm so jealous, you know, like they've got everything sorted, you know, their their house is always, you know, clean and, you know, their, their, their kids are always well fed and all this type of stuff, right? Yeah. And you can often see that and kind of be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really jealous of these people. I'm just, I'm just picturing you like going on to someone like, oh, the kids are so well fed. Yeah, incredibly healthy. Um, but the thing is, that requires so much time and effort. Yeah. Like, it, it's the stuff that, you know, you have to do, but it, it's like, you don't ever like make time for it because it's just stuff that happens or needs to happen. Um, but, but it can, you know, some people enjoy that, you know, like some people yeah. enjoy that part of their life. But you, like, it's good to go, I guess, yeah, cause you don't want, cause you said chores earlier, right? But you yeah, don't so want it to feel chores. like chores, but it's, I know it's not. Yeah. But it's just even like that association, you'd never want to like, actually like, like I say, it shouldn't be chores. It should be for stuff mm. that you're kind of like making time for. But it's good, like, even even actual, like, house stuff. Like, you know, yeah. just kind of reorganiz- reorganising stuff, like yeah. having, a like, a spring clean type thing, whatever. Yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff. Because all that stuff needs really to be nice. done. Well, that's, you know, who yeah. else is going to do it, right? Yeah. You know, the, you know, some people are for, for, fortunate enough to have cleaners and all this type of stuff, right? Um, but, you know, the, it's your stuff at the end of the day. If you don't do it, no one else is going to do it, right? Um, and so you kind of have to do that. But I guess the, the challenge and thing is that 
everyone has things that they want to do. Yeah. You know, uh, regardless of, of how old or young you are, you have, you know, you have things that you want to do. You have, you know, dreams, you have aspirations and all this type of stuff. And I think it's people often get demoralized or demotivated about achieving their dreams because they can't, because, because life takes up so much of their time. Uh, and therefore they don't think that that dream is necessarily necessarily obtainable because yeah. they don't have the time to go out and you know achieve it um and i think a lot of people just give up because of that right they you know I, I don't have the time i don't have the patience for you know this thing that i actually maybe really want to do um and, and so people give up before they even even start yeah because i guess they're not making the time oh so yes it's but how do you make hard. the time right? yeah how, how, how do you make the time yeah it's it's kind of the prioritization thing isn't it you, yeah. you know but at the same time like you're trying to find enough time to get the stuff that you need to get done done like just you know usual life admin type stuff mm. um have some downtime for yourself mm. be able to see your friends and stuff and people you care about and talk to your family and see your family etc and then somehow also slot in this magical time slot of hey, here, I'm going to pursue the things that, like... Yeah. And it's... I guess sometimes you just kind of have to be, like... When you have a moment to yourself, like, rather than, you know, watching TV or reading a book or something, actually go, oh, I'm going to do a bit of research on... I don't know, something that, that particularly interests yeah, yeah, you yeah. or something you want to kind of, like, follow. I, I think you have to... Uh, I, I think w- the, one of the ways that you can approach it is by, like, time-boxing time. Yeah. So being very strict with yourself, you know, your employer, your, you know, your partner, your family or whoever, that you are dedicating, I don't know, your Friday evening, as an example, yeah. to this project or thing that you want to do, right? Well, you know, say, say, for example, it's, it's, you know, learning to paint, right? Um, dedicating your, your Friday evening to that and making sure that, you know, you've got your stuff done before that and that everyone knows that you're there so no one's gonna no one's gonna try and uh, convince you otherwise and I think sometimes yeah. we, we do live in a society that doesn't necessarily celebrate or encourage that enough no you know <laughs> that's it, very true in that in that environment you know your mates would be like oh what you know you're being a buzzkill why don't you come out for a drink or, or, or whatever you know why are you sitting at home on a Friday evening like, whatever right mm. but actually that that is an important time for that person mm. uh, because it is something that, you know, time for them to, to do and pursue whatever it is that they want to do that isn't everyday life or, you know, for them. Um, so I think one way, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it, but I do try and like time box some time. It's good. Though, um, you know, to just focus on, on the kind of things that you do want to do. Yeah, it's like a little bit of we. So we talked about uh, discipline last time, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's kind of like some people work with routine. Some people yeah. are like if I have something in the like that I'm doing every Friday I'm or very much whenever. Like that. Yeah, and so some people that that works. But if you're not a routiney kind of person, then it's 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 harder. But you should still like try and you know if it's not every Friday, at least like try and put something some time aside yeah. and put it in because. Difficulty when you're kind of trying to always play things by ear um, and just do things ad hoc is 
I think you sometimes lose the long-term view of like what am I actually trying to achieve or what yeah. am I trying to get to? Or, like what am I trying to? And you lose. Tr- you, you just don't end up spending any time developing like any of the things that any of your passions or interests or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think it's, it's it almost gets harder as you get older because yeah. when you get to like I think you know like we're both in like mid twenties and stuff and I think in mid twenties is when you start feeling and experiencing this stuff a little more. Yeah. I think even in your early twenties, just it's still a bit more like you have less responsibilities and well, stuff. Because and I because everyone's like set your time for you, right? I yeah. Mean, you, you grow up with a timetable. You you grow up with school. You grow up like with your parents telling you to yeah. do certain things and you have chores at home. And, yeah. And like, especially when you're a kid, I guess less when you're a teenager, but like you, you make plans with friends and it's kind of like, it's all kind of like quite set out for you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and then for people who go to college or uni, same thing, like you still have timetables and everything. Yeah. And even starting off work at the beginning, you know, you obviously a lot of it's like, deter- like determined for you. Hmm. Whereas I think the older you get and also obviously depending on what you do. You kind of have that freedom to to kind of do decide what you want to do with your time more. The more, yeah, the like old the older you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's, it's this is this one's probably a uh, a message to to younger people that it is. <laughs> but but you know, like this this stuff is coming. You have to like figure. You know, it's gonna it's gonna happen. You can fight it, right? And and be like, you know what? I'm not doing any of this life stuff. You know, I'm just gonna. Yeah, out, enjoy myself and it's, stuff. It's but. really easy to do that, right? You just don't because you don't yeah. want to like, oh god, like I'm not getting, uh, like I'm not spending the time on the the fun stuff I want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. because but, I, and you feel like, like in a rush to do the fun stuff rather than like. But the thing is, the one thing you realize when when you get slightly older is that you can't escape it. Yeah, you can try. You can try running from it. Yeah, but eventually you realize that. All of your friends and family who are probably similar ages to you are in better positions in life because they have focused some time yeah. on, on all these life activities and given it some importance. Um, and also that, you know, you then, when you do decide that, you know, maybe you don't, you know, you want to stop being this free spirit you are, and, you know, you, you want to settle down or you want to kind of just have a bit more stability in your life, that you find it really, really hard because you've got all these things that you're now responsible for that you know, that, you, that you're not, that you haven't been in the past. And that, that's, a, that's like a, that's a tough thing to accept for a lot of people because yeah. you realise that, you know, all this all this time you had, all, the, all these plans you made with all this, you know, in your head, with all this time, what you're going to do with all of this time, you're not actually able to do much of it because mm. whatever, you know, whatever's going on. Um, I, I, but I think it's going to be a journey for us too as well, right? Uh, as we get older... And this is and this is what you know. I try and get as much advice from older people as possible. Uh, and one of the things is, you know, as from where from the age you are at now, or well, you know, I'm 26 now. Your responsibilities are only going to increase mm. as the years go on. So you need to just like get used to it and you know learn to 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 accept it um, and try and make the most out of it. That a lot of this, a lot of your time will be dedicated to to stuff that maybe you know in an ideal world you wouldn't want your time to be to be dedicated to and i think that's it takes time to to realize and accept that yeah yeah i think one of the other things i was kind of thinking about was uh so 
I was, I was thinking like long-term projects. That's the kind of what was kind of sticking in my head because I was just yeah. thinking about like you know like things that I'm kind of doing and, and and trying to make more time for and stuff like that. And the first thing that kind of like kind of was consistent across all of them was like they're kind of long-term things. Like they're things like and I don't know like little projects that are things I want to develop and stuff. But then I realised actually. You also want to do like your, you know, your fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but more and more starting to feel like you, you just want like certain experiences, like whether it's going to like a gig or like you going like traveling or, or, or a little holiday with like friends or girlfriend or family, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> you kind of want stuff that that will stick stick with you over time. And actually, yeah. the the Friday night thing was actually a really good example, right? Because if you're setting that time aside on a Friday to maybe you know, you can do your fun thing, but like trying, like making making it like a, a thing. Like you do something that you're like, oh, I'm gonna remember doing that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be like an amazing special thing, but it's just something like an experience that you actually, you know, you'll remember. Um, or set the time aside to do like be like, no, I'm actually gonna take the time to, um, like for me it would be like like research some recipes and like try some new stuff and yeah. like having that kind of time for you as well, I guess. Um. But yeah, what I'm saying is like thinking about like the long term impact of, yeah, of yeah, what yeah. what am I actually getting out of doing this thing? And yeah. the the like Friday is a good example because it's it's so easy to kind of go and go out and have a really like pretty bland, you know, standard night and you know, nothing to like, you know, shout about and just be like, Yeah, that was kinda of fun, but yeah, yeah. what have you actually achieved in that time? I guess yeah. I guess <laughs> not to sound like this is I don't know this is a bit negative I don't know but what are you doing with the time that you're given like yeah. are you actually going to just going to be passive and let things happen and just let it all kind of go by by you yeah. or are you actually going to take the time going to go and do something yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds like very pseudo philosophical doesn't it no but, I think, <laughs> but I, like no but I think I think it's true right because you can you can but this is where it comes to but when you're talking about being a passenger or being very passive yeah. that's when it comes to you know, where all of this kind of life admin and all this kind of stuff takes over your life and you feel like you're just, like, you're almost just running on the spot. You know, you're, you're running if you have to, but you're, yeah. you're just running on the spot. But know, that's that's a really good point, like, because you have to. Yeah, you have to do to survive. Because and you, you're so passive that the only running that you're doing is just be, purely because, like, yeah. it's like you're on a treadmill and you're just like, well, it's moving, so... I better yeah. like move along with it. You almost, but you're kid, not actually... you almost kid yourself like you're. Pro- you almost kid yourself into a into a into a false sense that you think you're progressing, but actually you're just exactly where you exactly like, where But you are. I think it's it, sometimes it's very hard to realize that. Oh yeah, yeah. And even harder when you realize it, like when you realize, oh my god, I've been coasting. Yeah. Like I remember I had that with a with a previous job. Like I I got to the point when I was just like, I'd made I'd like I was so busy. I'd made like so much time was around the job I wasn't really enjoying it and I was just kind of like coasting through it and I was like yeah. oh, what am I switching doing? Up is, switching it up is difficult right so like, I agree with you acknowledging it is like super, super difficult yeah. and then once you acknowledge it being able to switch from being passive to active yeah. is super difficult because being active requires and as you mentioned we talked about it before in terms of discipline and stuff but it yeah. requires so much willpower discipline um, drive like and it's super scary, right? Yeah, you have to be like scary. bold. You have to just be like, no, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, exactly. You really have to have that type of attitude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think well, that's a, a brief explanation as to why we've been <laughs> why we've been away. Very brief. Why we've been away for so long. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think 
that's part of the evolution of, of us as people as well. Yeah. You know, we, we, you realize that you know, all this stuff that's happening and it's like, ah, it's just happening. And, and it kind of, it, you know, when people go, oh, this year went so quickly. Like I could, I get it now. I get, you know, when people say this year, this year just like flew by and I'm like, I get you, you know, we're in July. Yeah. Like I, we, we read oh, something on Reddit before right now. We're like 56% of the year. Fifty-six percent of the way through this year. Like, <laughs> I love how precise it was as well. Lot, like you know, like reflecting of, on it. That's a lot of time, you know. And you've only got another what forty-four. Um, but even but even that, right? So the first thing it made me think about was like, um, well, the first thing that that sprang to mind is um, work. <laughs> actually, you know, like progressing in work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, where, where am I with that? But like actually taking a step back from that and going, okay, hang on a minute, like, we're in this year, and you, you're thinking of, like, you know, when, whenever they do, like, the reviews and stuff like that, obviously everyone's got the, like, appraisals and that kind mm. of thing. And taking actually a step back from that itself and going, right, what do I actually want to get out of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard because we're always, I feel like we could almost do with a 13th month of the year where nothing, so no, so you're not paid, right yeah but nothing costs anything either right so almost like all your all your expenses are frozen you know you can what you, would you, you need do? to buy food and stuff like that right you can, food and all that is free let's say right let's yeah, say yeah. food is free but all your expenses are frozen for a month but you're not paid also right mm-hmm. um you would you could use that month mm-hmm. to like evaluate uh, and plan and and spend like you time and, and, and all this type of stuff and I think that that would like benefit people mentally, uh, physically. So much, yeah. Because you know, it gets to the end of the year. So you know, everyone goes through this cycle of New Year optimism. By March, <laughs> yeah. it's gone. Which is what we talked about last time. Yeah. So right, New so. Year optimism. March, it's gone. April, May is kind of meh. June's beginning of summer. Everyone gets happier through summer. June, July, August is summer. September, people come back with a bit of fresh optimism from their breaks. Yeah. Um, October, October, kind of end of October, it starts getting. Oh, we're close to the end of the year now. Uh, November is kind of just November, and then December is like you know it's done. Um, but because we're in that cycle every year, like we, we never have time to step out of it. That's actually yeah. When you think about it, we've got the like it's lots of different like God again. I feel like I'm kind of like <laughs> almost like sounding trying to sound too deep but mm. we've got lots of like cycles of stuff that we do right and yeah. we have set routines like I, and I, I hear so many people who are just like oh I hate routine and I want to change it up and it's like yeah cool I get that that's actually a really good attitude but there are certain things like there are this many days to the week you are working five days a week yeah you have a place where you need to go for a certain time for a certain amount of days for and and then you have your weekend and you work around that yeah. then you have obviously the month the months themselves also again like work is, is is a big one obviously that determines like how much time you have even yeah. with holidays and everything then you've got the course of the year and the big events in the year and you're like oh okay it's summertime now you know i want to go on holiday i want to go yeah. somewhere sunny christmas time i want to go and see the family like and you have this like you have these like little cycles of like what you do during the day because yeah. you're going to have your breakfast you can have lunch and have dinner for example then you've got your week you've got your month your year and actually like trying to break out of that and go oh okay i'm not just kind of going yeah. along with it obviously you're not going to just not go to work but like being aware of it and knowing your constraints and actually realizing okay so i've got this other time mm. like i'm not going to use that as like 
oh, okay, this is my, I'm just going to binge some TV, which there, there is time for that, and yeah, you should yeah, make yeah. time for that. Like, you should have time where you just go, oh, I'm going to, like, completely veg out and do nothing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, when you do that, also having time for the, making time for the other stuff. But it's just what you were saying kind of made me aware of that, you know, when you feel like you're kind of just being... We're back to that treadmill of just like, you know. Yeah, we always yeah. talk about the hamster wheel, right? That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the common analogy, right? Yeah. Um and it it can sometimes feel a little bit like that because it's just like crap, okay, we're over half halfway through the year. But I think Has also I think time. also people shouldn't be so hard on themselves also. You know, yeah, I think yeah. I think if you ask that if you ask that question to the vast majority of people with fifty with fifty six percent of the year, you know, what are your successes or 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 non-successes or whatever um uh, and i think a lot of people would take it negatively yeah if you ask that question most people are i didn't do this or i didn't do this as well as i wanted to or i didn't start this or whatever and i actually think the majority of people would answer that way yeah but i think you know we've got to not not be so hard on ourselves you know if you yeah did something right if you started doing the gym once a week or something like that don't be pissed that you're not doing it three times a week be happy be that glad, you're doing it. Be one. happy that you're doing it. One, yeah. You know, one day a week. Be be happy that you you know you did make time every you know uh, once every week to go and see your grandparents or whatever. Like don't don't be like oh I I wasted two hours traveling to wherever to go see my grandparents. Like that's a, this is a whole different subject and I won't go into this. But <laughs> like I I, I and maybe it's, it's got to do with like modern culture and modern society and and all this type of stuff. But I do think that the vast majority of people would answer that question negatively or from a negative standpoint yeah because i guess you're always looking for things to improve improve i suppose but yeah actually and and this which made me think like maybe something where i might start trying so i'm i think on here we talked a little bit about um a while ago about um my list of 30 before 30 yeah yeah, yeah. um which was inspired by someone else and they like basically almost did all of it um, but it kind of, it was a good way of <laughs> not forcing yourself, but like, uh, pushing yourself to do, do more. Yeah. Um, cause you also have a time limit on it, right? Yeah. But actually, why don't we do that more often as like a, just an exercise for yourself where you kind of go, I know I've got this stuff that's going to happen every day. I know I've got to do like my washing once, twice a week, yeah. depending, you know, how many pants you have. Um, but Outside of that, like, have I set myself certain goals? Like, because you have goals set for you, like, all your life. And again, I guess this is where we're coming back to, like, where we're at now. Yeah. And I guess, um, yeah, it depends on, like, where you are in life. But knowing, like, who you are, knowing what you want, and obviously that's a changing thing, of course. Um, with that in mind, setting yourself certain goals to be like, I want to have done this by then. Yeah. Um, and then reflecting on it helps that attitude of like, oh, I haven't done these things. Because people do set goals really high. And again, we're talking about this like New Year's resolution thing, right? We're yeah. saying like, I'm going to go to gym five days a week or whatever. Try and just say to yourself, right, I've got like a goal. I want to get to the point where I go to the gym every five days a week. So why not then... Rather than having this goal and like I'm doing this like cold, like going straight into it, yeah. Why not say by this point that's where I want to be, and then actually taking time, like maybe every. So I do this on a Sunday evening normally, and it's something I should do because I set 
So I'm sad enough that I keep that 30 before 30 list on my phone on uh, on Keep Notes. Yeah. Let's plug in Google because you know, if in case you haven't heard of Google. Um, but they have an app called Keep Notes, yeah. and you can set yourself a reminder. And every Sunday, it will come up, and it will just remind me of the list, and it will show, it will just display the list, mm. and remind me, okay, oh, actually, there's all these things, like, yeah. and what there's some about books and going to more exhibitions, etc. But it's a good reminder to kind of also keep track, and then reflecting, like, whether it's weekly or monthly or whatever, yeah. on oh, how much have I actually achieved? And I think that's a really healthy exercise because, first of all, you're really positive about yourself. Yeah really positive about like reflect on what you've actually achieved it's so easy to kind of when you're thinking about the past to go like oh i haven't done this i haven't done that like all the kind of like i said like this like i've not achieved i've not got to where i want to get to mm. but instead actually looking at it and going like what have i actually managed to do oh, i managed to do all these things yeah but i also want to do these things going forward and then just kind of like either adding it to your kind of list mental yeah. list or physical list if so i do i do something similar as well so me and a good friend of mine we meet up every couple of months whatever and, and we we discuss kind of sets of goals that we both want to work to uh, and the reason we do it together is because when you say your goal to someone that you yeah do it, you've got a bit more accountability because yeah. that person's going to hold you to it and one thing i do and you know you've seen it and pretty much everyone that sees my lock screen on my phone is interested in what in what it is right um and basically what i do is i have i produce a little photoshop doc with the goals that I want to achieve over the next three or six months yeah. as my lock screen on my phone. Um, and I'm, the next evolution of it, which I'm thinking, is either start with a blank white screen and as I achieve the goals, have them come up so then I feel like I want to fill the screen or the other way around, or if I have them all there and then as I complete them or as I get close to them, I would Take delete them off. them off so I end up yeah. in the white screen. That's kind of the next evolution of it, but I think you're right, that, that, that constant reminder yeah. And the but the constant reminder to do things, but then actually once you start doing things, you realise and I'm very much a routine person and once I start doing something, it's always like, Oh, you know, how would I have time for the gym? You know, I've got to do this, I've got to travel for work or whatever. But then you actually start getting into your routine yeah. and then it's almost like it was there all the time. It's really easy, and, yeah. And you're like, Well, you know, I, I thought you know how the hell am I going to make time for this but actually I uh, you know I, I have I have made I have made time for it um and, and that that is also quite fulfilling yourself yeah but but it gives you the momentum and uh willing to to add new things to your routine as well try new things so that you're maybe afraid that you're not going to have enough time to do because you have you know some faith that once you do start doing something you know you will find time to you know fit it into your day but at the same point the thing that people need to realize and you know that i'm realizing and i'm sure you realize as well is that sometimes you'll have to sacrifice things mm. and you just have to be happy in yourself that you've made a decision to sacrifice something rather yeah. than you throwing something away um because i you know there are you know i I can't do the maths in my head about how many hours there are in a year, but <laughs> you, as you get older, right, and as you move through different stages of your life and, and different responsibilities happen and blah, 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 mm. all throughout your life, you know, whether you realize it or not, you've already started making sacrifices in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And it's just, and I think it's important about being conscious about those sacrifices. So making the decision that you're going to sacrifice, um, 
your two hour Netflix binge every day. Well, I don't know, That's the thing, yeah, because it's like, what are you sacrificing? And you have to sacrifice and, something, yeah, right? exactly, like, yeah, yeah. And, you, know, and like, you can't and just make more hours in the day. But that's what we're saying, like earlier, with like prioritizing, right? It's yeah. you have to like, and it's okay to sometimes be like, I'm actually going to today sacrifice like working towards my goal, like this random goal that I have. Yeah. Because I just want to watch a film. Like that's cool, but you just it's like you say it's just being conscious of that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very different than uh, than it kind of just happening because I think people do it, do it all the time, and like I see it a lot as well. Where so I've been thinking a lot about like people being like um, egotistical or selfish, and um, I I've seen some people like give up a lot of their own time to like go and see people, and they want to go and see people, of course, as well, but. Yeah. I think sometimes you kind of have to go back to like, no, be a little bit selfish. Be look after yourself a little bit and be like, no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I just want this time for myself, or yeah. I want to. I just, I don't want to do anything, or whatever. Like, yeah, I think it's, people it's, are subconsciously, or unconscious. They're not conscious of the fact that they're making a sacrifice when they do agree to do yeah. something, and someone kind of asks them, and they're actually like maybe not in the mood for that. Oh, well, I'll do it because they're friends. But I think I think the hardest thing about this is 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 understanding that you will need to find a balance, and finding that balance. You know, you won't get it right. You know, uh, you know, people people may not get it right for their entire lives. Yeah. Uh, and but there, you need to have a balance in your life to be able to, you know, without well, sounding a bit morbid, die happy, right? Yeah. That you did the things that you wanted to do in the way you wanted to do them. Um, so you need to, you know, admit to yourself that there will be some balance in your life. You will have to sacrifice things, but on the positive side, that will mean that you wait. You're able to to do certain things that you want. So don't, don't dwell on the sacrifices, but yeah. think about, think about the positives of the things you were able to do. Um, and I think this will probably nicely segue to something we wanted to briefly talk about also today, which was about like emotional resilience and about, <laughs> yeah. about how, um, we talked a little bit earlier and think about people thinking negatively and things like that about, yeah. about certain things. And maybe that's part of the world we live in today and all this type of stuff. But but also about how being emotionally resilient can help you deal with with some of the setbacks and and kind of the 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 hand that life deals you the yeah. hand that life deals you um, because everything won't go your way and guaranteed yeah exactly and, and it's hard to it's hard to accept that a lot when you're yeah. when you're young ambitious there aren't many obstacles right for you or there's not many obstacles that you can see you know, like what's going to stop me being an entrepreneur, right? Nothing. But as you get older, things happen, life happens, just shit happens, right? Yeah. And being emotionally resilient to deal with those things, but to still keep your goals in focus um, and do the things you want to do is, is super hard. Yeah, and, so and, I don't, and I think, you know, we can, we can probably give a male perspective on it, yeah. but I think being emotionally resilient or just even thinking or talking about being emotionally resilient is really tough for a guy mm. um, particularly in their 20s when it's all about like growing and I think we still very much males in, in our generation still have that mentality of um, you know I have to succeed so I can provide and for myself and, and for a family in the future and stuff it's, but that means that we don't necessarily think as much about how we are feeling emotionally and also how yeah. we deal with things 
that are setbacks or things that are, you know, are not planned. I think because you you're not putting more pressure on yourself that we're yeah. thinking that way as well, right? Because because you're not you're not accepting the fact that like okay, well, I feel crap about this. Yeah. Uh, like this thing's happened. I feel awful about it. But you're just kind of like trying to bottle it up or push it away. Yeah. Because you feel like you can't feel that way. Um, but, I think, but I think it also leads to, and um, you know, I I can I can say that I've, I've experienced this in the past, past is that when those things do happen yeah. your mind just always jumps to like the d-day situation of that yeah. example so you know let's say you had um an issue at work or something bad happened at work right My, your mind jumps to shit and now i'm going to be um brought up about this from performance possibility of me being taken off a role or possibly being fired or like yeah. You know, something like this and, and actually that's, you, that's so true it's always the like ex most extreme yeah. like oh my god the world's gonna end yeah and that's really destructive though mentally that's it's, it's mentally just it's it's exhausting it's mentally destructive it can you can also end up creating a situation where that happens because like a, you know the, the, the classic self-fulfilling prophecy type yeah. thing. because if the first thing when i thought about and, and kind of what triggered the thought about talking about this is is relationships okay. and I think for me that's always been like a really difficult thing to be emotionally resilient in a relationship where you know you're always going to have things that like bother each other but mm. going to that D-Day scenario right um, yeah. you know you can end, you can have an argument and end up having a discussion with her fundamentally you want to be together when it was an argument about something small like and that can happen as a result of the not being emotionally resilient enough to just be able to go just accept okay fine like sometimes it's like okay i've done i've done something stupid or yeah. you know or maybe there's something like i can something i can work on whatever but you kind of exaggerate it to the like okay i'm gonna get fired or like or uh, whatever yeah uh, it's it's and and in in acting that way you then almost create that situation again thinking relationship wise like it's very easy to get to that point where you then you create that conversation. Yeah. I think with work, it's slightly different, but like, I'm trying to think of other, other scenarios, like basically anything where you, where you, something comes back to you and you just like emotionally just overreact. Yeah. And I guess the thing that's, that I've found really difficult to start like learning or really difficult to kind of crack is how do you, how do you build that emotional resilience? And I think there's, there's certain things which are like the basics sleep you know make sure you sleep well sleep uh, look exercise. after yourself don't don't you know go drinking and like partying yeah. like all the time or because that's that's one of the times for me like when it when i'm most vulnerable for that it's like if it's been a late night or i've been like had a had a big night kind of drinking wise and stuff you know we, we all do it we all have like um you know ha go out with friends and stuff and yeah. then end up staying later than, than maybe planned but it's just being self-aware enough that the next day you're a bit more out of balance and it's that balance i guess that the emotional resilience is about having that kind of keeping yourself in balance mentally yeah. like being able to like if there's a you know like a boat and if there's a big wave like that you just kind of rock with the wave but you're okay like you're not going to be completely like yeah suddenly capsize and go go crazy and i think yeah when you're not emotionally resilient resilient it's very easy to like I said, like capsize, like to completely. Yeah, just... I, I think people who are people who are emotionally resilient are very good at not exaggerating the either the lows or the highs. Yeah. 
So I think what often happens is, and maybe this is maybe this is because of how sensationalist everything is today, right? You know, yeah. movies are very well, action, 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 and Instagrams everything. You know, uh, is an extreme of crazy beauty or riches and all. It's like the balance between is stuff. almost like the boring, right? That's kind of yeah. like almost like, and people see it's like a status quo, like oh yeah. yeah. But, but, I think, a, but I think people who are able to, to as I said, yeah, not. To not celebrate the highs too much, but not beat themselves up on the lows too much. Yeah. Are that like that is so hard to do. Yeah. And it takes years and years of experience and and going through good and bad things for you to realise. Yeah. Um, but I think from an emotionally resilient perspective, and it's like you know when your relationship isn't is going well, right? It's not to you know, feel like you're top of the world. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel like that, but it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, don't, you know, like this is perfect. It's never going to end. We're going to get married and all this. Type yeah, of stuff, exactly. Right? Yeah. But then when you have one argument, it's like, oh, is she the right person for me? Um, is, yeah, is he or she the right person for me? You know, why are we living together? All this type of stuff, right? But it, it, yeah, so it's exactly. about finding that, yeah, not celebrating the highs too much, but not, not beating yourself up about everything that happens and, and going to a D-Day situation in your head. I think it's also like you kind of have a responsibility to yourself to do that. Yeah. Uh, and again, like just reflecting on it myself a lot recently, I've just found getting like you, you end up putting yourself on an emotional roller coaster, mm. and you think that it's actually the situation around you. It's what's happening outside. But you, what you have to remember is that those emotions are your emotions that you're in your own head. Like you're in control of that as much as it doesn't feel like you are. Yeah. You have to kind of take, you, and it's so, so difficult to do, and I'm kind of saying it as if I know how to do it, and yeah, I really, yeah, yeah. really don't, but it's one of the things that, like, even just by being or becoming aware of it, that's the start to being able to manage it better. But that, that kind of emotional roller coaster, that's that's you. You're you're in control of that. Like, yeah. you decide how how high and low you kind of go, like you say. So. But I think that's, that's interesting because it's, it's one of those things where when you realise that, in a situation where there's more than one people, when there's more than one person involved, more than one people, more, yeah, more than <laughs> one people, um, that everyone views that situation differently emotionally, is when you start realizing what you're saying here that it's not about the environment and what happened, it's about you. Yeah. Um, and when you're around people who do manage it better, mm. it, you know, it helps. It always helps being around people who do things well because you know you can you can learn from them, rub off from them. Um, but I think for me at least, that that's kind of like was a was a like an aha moment when I was in situations when like bad things happened but you were part of a team right or you were part of there was other people there yeah. and actually they acted very differently mm-hmm. um, you know during what happened and post uh, and so that made me think about you know why 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 was that person not affected by that as much as I was mm-hmm. and you know why is why is it keeping me up at night but probably not keeping that person up at night yeah and then it's like thinking, well, you know, you know, so that's when you start thinking, oh, that's me. You know, that's because of the way my emotions have interpreted whatever happened. Um, and so you kind of, you kind of just like learn a bit more about balance. But I think, you know, everything we've talked about today, we haven't, you know, we haven't nailed it. We don't, the reason <laughs> yeah, we're exactly, talking yeah. about, the reason we're talking about it and the reason why, I guess, you know, we spent almost 45 minutes talking about it is because, this is stuff that we're learning and experiencing right now in our lives yeah. and often for the first time, right? So everything is still 
new and like what the fuck you know all these yeah. kind of situations for us both um but i think that's probably why it's important to talk about it because often you can think about these things and you you play them in your head and you know you think about them and maybe you maybe you're thinking about things negatively but then you express that negativity to the people um or you know things around you which isn't good for anyone right not good for you or not good for anyone else but um you know we we by no means have this stuff no no on lock um i think it's just kind of like the, the best thing is to i mean first of all like, i think people don't talk about it a lot because no. they, they're kind of they're in their own head and they try and like work it out themselves which also is funny because obviously and we've all done it but you can't yeah. we can't work it out it's no. not a it is, it's not like a solvable problem like you're going to sit there like a maths question like you're going to like oh yeah. well if i keep going i'm sure i'll get to the answer and you can't it's just an ongoing thing constantly but yeah talking about it can can be good because you end up rather than talking about i guess you know the symptoms and being negative yeah you end up talking about the like the actual you know the core of what's causing it and is. actually yeah in talking about it you kind of reflect a little bit about like ah oh, how am I going to change that like what can oh, I do yeah about? and also and also hearing about hearing that other people are also experiencing something different is, is mm. incredibly powerful and yeah. hearing about how they deal with it and maybe it's different to yours and you know sometimes it may, might make you feel a bit better about your situation you know if yeah. you speak to someone else but someone else is actually you know maybe going through it a bit worse like, but but interesting that you you mentioned thinking about things uh so it's been a pretty heavy episode uh, no, I know, so we right? want to we want to end on something that's like a bit lightweight um and for many og listeners of the podcast <laughs> they will know that back in the day we used to have kind of uh reddit questions that we used to ask ask each other you know we used to we used to search the droves of, of reddit to try and come up with you know some cool questions that people were asking on there to answer and one of the ones that we were both looking at you know prior to, to recording this was um about kind of your thoughts and how you think uh, and it's it's a bit lighthearted because it's kind of like well you know, what, what voice and language do you think in? You know, for someone who speaks multiple languages, like, you know, which language do you think in? Um, but also, are you, are you, is there like a voice in your brain that you are listening to? Or is it you are talking to yourself? Like, yeah, is, is that, which, which one is it? Now, I know what it is for me. For me, it's very much <laughs> talking to myself because I, you know, I said this to Alex before, like my, my I feel like, if someone saw me, like on the street, whilst I was thinking to myself, <laughs> you would see my lips like talking, literally like I was talking to myself. Yeah. Um, so I'm very much like, I'm ta- I'm having a conversation with with something or someone up there. Mm. Um, but I know that's just me, and I know that other people pro- probably think you know there's some some voice that is giving them signals or something. Um, <laughs> the voice starting to cross into the whole like. There's a voice in my head telling me yeah, to do this, yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, well, I, I, I do know what you mean. That, yeah, type of thing. But but no, like, what, what about what about is it for you? Like, do you like, you speak German, right? Yeah. And you speak do you speak any other language? Other uh, in German? No, just very basic on a couple of other languages. But yeah. Okay. Not, not but not enough. not fluent, right? Not fluent. No, yeah, not so at German all. German is the only language that's fluent. Yeah. Right? So like, what are you thinking? Um. So I think it really depends on context. I think with family, um, obviously speaking German. Yeah. It's always in German. Um, or even if I'm speaking, it's just about what language I'm speaking or the environment I'm in. Yeah. Um, so for me, so one of the things I have to like add is that it's, I find, I find it harder to speak German than English at the moment okay. because I speak English so much more often. Sure. Um, that when I'm speaking German, I have to think more, but not because I'm translating in my head, just because 
like it's kind of like you know you've you've got all your your words and voc- vocabulary in, in in storage and you have to kind of like dig it out dust off a word and like oh there it is that's the yeah, word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Um, but um, I think it's always interesting people people ask about like what language like people dream in as well because it's really Ooh. hard to work that out. Um, I think there's ever, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure if there's ever any like voice the, or speech right? in my dream. Everything's exactly. Very, is it just everything's, visuals? Everything's is it, very mute. But then you do. You know, people talk about like you have a you have an experience with someone in a dream, and you, you kind of you know what's happened. You know what the conversation was about, but you couldn't for the life of you remember what language. Like when I, if I had a dream and I had a conversation with my dad, like I wouldn't be like, oh, I remember having that conversation in German with my dad. But yeah. Yeah, so I think it really depends on the context. Um, if, in terms of like actually thinking live, like in that moment. Yeah. But like last time I was in Germany for a long period of time, it was a few years ago now, and I was out there for a month, and um, I did notice that like I, I noticed the switch to thinking in German more generally. Okay. Which is weird because you, it's not something you're really why conscious does, of. Why, why does it's interesting that thinking even has a language. Exactly, because you don't, you don't, you don't really like. Because essentially, not... all it is is it, it's impulses from your brain, right? Uh, in in different parts of your brain, and the fact that your brain is almost like producing and decoding. Yeah. It's almost like what you know. What, why am I not just in tune with my, like the 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 stimulation that's happening in my brain that I can just interpret it? Without but that's kind of what you're doing, that. right? Why am I speaking to myself to interpret these? So I guess because yeah, because you're, you're trying to I guess your brain's trying to, or you're, you're uh, I mean based on nothing. Um, yeah, but there's no, there's I mean, no scientific rule in any of this. So I don't know. Like I feel like you're you you have a thought or a feeling or something you're thinking about, and the best way to represent that in your mind is either through an image or a sound or a word if it's something yeah. abstract. Um, that's at least for me. So it's like I can't. Like sometimes I'll think I'll, I'll think a thought, but it won't be words. Hmm. Sometimes it'll be words. Sometimes it won't be. But um, I mean, it can be complete nonsense. But then you you know you do have also have your but you, you know have, talk to yourself like you, you know when a, you know in the morning you just oh my god I really want a coffee. Yeah. You but just do you actually ever have, to yourself. Do you ever have uh, and, and I know I, I know I have this, which is why I'm asking the question. Do you have a conversation with yourself? So it's not just your thoughts, but like you genuinely have like a conversation with yourself so you're like oh look, oh look at that person you are they must be really nice like uh, what, <laughs> like no, seriously I'm not I'm joking like I'm yeah. just, this is what goes on in my head um, like I have a conversation with that yeah, and maybe I've it's just me having a conversation with me like it's I don't know it's weird no I like I, I think that that's, I that's totally I mean it's, it's, it's weird thing. but like everyone does it I'm so yeah. sure I mean unless we're both just crazy and then people, you know anyone listening will be going, be going okay yeah these, these two yeah, people yeah, yeah, lost yeah. it now but um, yeah, I think I think you you do like because I, I I definitely remember like having conversations like like what am I doing like why why am I doing that and I question I think often often for me I mean this is a real reflection of like me as a character but or as a like my personality but I'm very like analytical so I reflect a lot yeah <laughs> so I'll often be asking myself questions um, rather than kind of being like oh, doesn't that person look like it'll be like a ah oh, so. What? Why? What's the reason behind that? Why did they do that? And why? What? You know that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. But I think I think that the kind of talking to yourself is is perfectly, it's perfectly normal. normal. Thank you for let's, that. Let's, re- let's that. reassure ourselves. Thank here. you for that diagnosis. <laughs> uh, so I think on that on that note, we're gonna we're gonna leave the episode with that. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode for a while. Uh, we will hopefully uh, not be another six months before we record another episode. 
Um, so hopefully we, we're going to have a few more frequent episodes for you. But hope you enjoyed. Links to our Instagrams and all that good stuff will be down below. But uh, also subscribe to uh, the podcast if you haven't already. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll catch you on another one.